Welcome to Scats Chats, your destination for inspiration. Each episode, I chat with mental health professionals and everyday people just like you and me to talk about various wellness topics and the human experience. Get ready to feel inspired with another episode of... Hello, everyone. Welcome to Scats Chats. I'm so excited that you're here. My name is Sarah Katz. I'm the host of this podcast, and we are finally in season two. Can you believe it? I missed you all so much. I missed recording this podcast. It's so fun. And now we're doing a video podcast. We are on YouTube. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to our page so you get notified when new episodes come out. And like I said, we're in season two. So this season of Scats Chats is all about conversations that inspire you to be your best self. And this season, I sit down with mental health professionals, wellness coaches, and really also everyday people that have inspiring stories to share because I think we can all learn something from every interaction that we have, whether that may be a general conversation that we have just passing someone by on the street or you know, talking with mental health professionals and really gaining that knowledge to put, to take into our own lives and see how we can improve in our own lives. So I'm so excited for you to listen to all these chats. We have a lot of fun things in store. And so today for our first episode of season two, I'll be talking to Leanna, who is a confidence and fitness coach. Now, we chat, we had so much fun chatting. She is just a ray of sunshine, right? You'll, you'll, see in a couple moments, but we chat about how to build and maintain confidence in your everyday life. And Leanna just gives really great tips and advice on how to sustain this confident mindset throughout your whole entire life, because it can be a little bit of a rocky road, right? We go through different situations where things can bring us down and our confidence levels can just plummet, right? But She's really good at pinpointing the specific tools and mindset hacks to maintain and sustain this confident energy. So I really enjoyed chatting with her. I think you'll have a great time listening to her as much as I enjoyed chatting with her. Just a quick couple of housekeeping things before we get started and dive into this chat. I do want to let you know that if you do love this episode and you want to follow Scats Chats, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, all the social media, right? Just go look us up at Scats Chats. We encourage you to post a review on Apple Podcasts or even a comment down here on our YouTube video feed. Just to see, we would love to hear your thoughts, just to see what you thought, or if you have a suggestion for a topic for a future episode, or even guests who you would love to see on this podcast too. So all of that, we would love your support and we would love your feedback. And now, Without further ado, let's get into today's chat with Leanna. I can't wait for you to listen, gain more wisdom about confidence, and let's get to it. Let's hear. Hope you enjoy. Let's get 
Okay, so here I have Liana, who's the confidence coach. I'm so excited you're on Scats Chats. Thank you so much for agreeing to be on. Um, and tell us a little bit more about what you do. This is very exciting. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm pretty excited. Um, well, where shall I get started? I mean, wherever I, you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> let's put it this way. I, when growing up, I was never confident. Like that was the, the complete opposite of who I am today. That was me, super shy person. And honestly, it took being at my lowest. And I know that you hear this type of story come up over and over again, where you have to go all the way to the bottom to then dig yourself out. Mm -hmm. That was what was happening to me. So I, and a little bit of background, I'm originally from Puerto Rico, and I moved to the States when I was 18 to go to college, and I studied accessory design, ended up with a great job in New York, but it was the one thing that was sucking the life out of me mm -hmm. and making me even less confident than I already was. And this opportunity of becoming a health and wellness coach on the side, like a side job, a opened up, happened to come across. And that, that is the one thing that helped me build who I am today. A simple um, message on Instagram, actually, that is what began my journey of actually taking care of myself because I knew that there was something that needed to change. There was something that needed, you know, my attention rather than focusing on all the negative energy that was happening in my business. Mm -hmm. That job was fashion, as you know, or maybe not know, but fashion is very hectic. Mm -hmm. It is very draining. Your self-esteem gets pushed a lot. So it was something that I needed to focus on. And that is what helped me actually be who I am today and actually leave that job to pursue life coaching and helping other people overcome things like that. That's fantastic. I think when you, you know, like you said, when you find the that door that's going to be open for you and you find really something that you're really called to do and you're passionate about that's that's when you're like this is it like I found the thing that is you know not it, it is you know obviously work but it's not work at the same time it's something that you do enjoy doing and you love to help inspire people and that's what this podcast is all about too so I love that you know we have similar um similar interests there and we're doing, uh, you know, good things in the world. Um, yes, nice. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because everybody, you know, needs a little like confidence boost or positivity mm -hmm. boost or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Perfect. So we are here to take, you know, today to talk about how to build up confidence and not only just how to build it up, but how to kind of maintain in everyday life. And of course we all have ups and downs, you know, like you mentioned in your little bit of story in the beginning, but you know, it's, I think it's hard for people to, I guess, maintain because obviously you don't build confidence overnight. It's not just going to happen, <laughs> you know, oh, one no. day. Yeah. It's a whole process, I'm sure. And I'm sure you know more about that, but, um, and I love your Instagram bio too, which is helping people develop confidence and showing up for their, themselves inside and out. So I wanted to, you know, to hand the floor to you to talk about what does that mean showing up for yourself inside and out? So the number one thing when I, if you were to look at a definition of confidence or, you know, interpret what the word means, because again, before I go into like a definition per mm -hmm. se, 
everyone sees confidence in a different way. It might be the way that they show up, the way that they look, the way that they are perceived by other people. So the number one thing that we need to identify to be able to live into that confident self is know what exactly confidence means to you. Mm. And the way that you do that is by never, ever and I wish I could put capital letters, <laughs> never breaking promises to yourself. Because okay. the moment that you break a promise to yourself, that just trickles into everything else. If you're able to say, and I'm just going to make this up, I'm going to do a workout after work, you know, the typical, let's do that. If you break that to yourself and don't do at least, let's say five minutes of movement or something, you're never going to do it. Because you already know that you never keep your promises, that you never keep your word. And whenever you start doing the opposite and actually doing things that you're saying that you're going to do, you start creating that belief system in yourself that you can keep showing up for yourself every single day, not just in, let's say, the workouts, but in life in general. Mm -hmm. Because you'll start saying, okay, I can prove to myself that I can make time for movement. I prove to myself that I am actually able to do that. I prove to myself that excuses don't matter because I believe that I can do it. I won't break promises to myself. Everything else just lays out perfectly. So that's why when I talk about, you know, inside and out, a lot of confidence comes from the inside. It's what mm -hmm. you believe you are, what people are perceiving you as, which you shouldn't take that into, you know, making it a priority because whatever you believe in yourself, that is what matters most. But it's mostly like the inner work that needs to get done that transforms or like equals into the outer work. Because yes, a lot of people associate confidence with losing five pounds or mm -hmm. fitting into a certain type of clothing or whatever it is. But in reality, it's all the inner work. You see all these like famous people, and I'm just going to bring this up, Lizzo. Mm -hmm. She is rocking it. Like she is a freaking awesome person, mm -hmm. right? Doesn't matter her size. Doesn't matter where she came from. It's all the inside work. She feels it, believes it knows that she's confident and you can see it every single time you see or listen to one of her songs you understand that she knows who she is and that's why when I mentioned like the inner work the inner part goes first the outside part is like a like a result of all the work that you do on the inside does that kind of make sense <laughs> yeah no totally it does and I definitely agree with you that it all starts from a place inside and that's why you know with i guess just having experience with therapy and working on different things and mm -hmm. you know things like that like i said it doesn't happen overnight we need mm -hmm. to do that continual you know inner process and figure out you know what are the things that are really lacking or that we're maybe maybe like insecure about would you say insecure is mm -hmm. is the right word to say for that yeah, I would, I would definitely say we always tr try to focus on like the, let's say negative or the little things that we think are what define us mm -hmm. and we like pick at it. It's kind of like, <laughs> it might sound weird. Like, you know, when you have a scab and you just want to keep picking at it yes. and then it comes off and then you get another one mm -hmm. and then you do it again. It's that continuous cycle that we need to stop. We need to leave it alone 
because if not, we won't heal, we won't grow, we won't do, you know, what we're supposed to do and be. We're supposed to be these people that can live in a life that, you know, you're not constantly being judged or thinking that you're being judged. You should live, you know, a confident life that doesn't matter. You are healing. You are okay. Obviously, just like you said, and I'll say it too, mm -hmm. it does not happen overnight. It is something that little by little starts developing in different areas of your life. Because again, confidence can, can be defined so differently in di different like circumstances. Your confident in work is very different than your confident in your day-to-day. -day. So understanding where the baseline, like what it is as far as like definition for you specifically matters for you then to actually do something about it. Mm -hmm. I was just going to ask too, because just like you said, someone could be more confident in one area of their life than the other. And I think it probably just depends on the person in the different situation in terms of to figure out, you know, where to start with that whole mm -hmm. internal process. Yeah, I definitely can relate because <laughs> mm -hmm. I was, you know, working in the fashion industry. I was not confident at all with how I would dress, be, act. I just didn't have that type of, you know, personality that you think that fashion designers had. So the moment I stepped out of those doors at 6 p.m., that's where the real me would come out because I felt more confident mm. in myself in that environment rather than in the cubicle sort of work fashion life. So when it comes to something like that, it's, you know, taking it little by little. It's one of those things where if you think about like a large step or like a large um, ladder, Mm -hmm. It's one step at a time because if you jump to the top and fake, you know, that you are super, super confident, you're going to end up all the way back at the bottom. You have to go little by little because you need to fully develop every single step to then once you get to the top, you are like, this is me. This is the real me. I'm not afraid. I'm confident in who I am. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I, I think that Besides, you know, noticing that you do have these insecurities of, of, you know, different things like, like, for example, I think social media, well, social media is just a whole rant, you know, in itself. But, you know, sometimes I used to think like, everyone kind of has their shit together, except for me, like on social media, or, you know, when I'm around people or young women my same age, I'm like, they look like they have everything put together. But the reality is too, is that, you know, everybody kind of have ins has insecurities too. I think oh, that's yeah. kind of important to maybe keep in mind when you're on this journey of gaining more self-confidence that, you know, you're not alone. You're not the mm -hmm. only one who's, who's maybe struggling or has doubts like everybody else does. And, and you're not, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You're like, maybe not to, I guess, just compare yourself to other people mm -hmm. is what I'm trying to get at is because we're mm -hmm. all in different phases of our life and there's no, you know, correct pattern or whatever that you have to follow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Social media can be one of the biggest, I don't like using the word, but I'm going to use it biggest triggers when it comes to not feeling confident yourself because mm -hmm. the, you know, we are constantly comparing, you know, if you were to say a chapter one to a chapter 30, you know, like, some people 
have maybe some things together, but when it comes to social media, it is so curated. Mm -hmm. The only real things that you see on there is if they post it in, let's say their stories or in their posts. That's it. That's a big, big, if they post it, because in reality, you want that picture perfect feed, but it, but it's not real. Like, that's why when it comes to social media, the more real, the more goofy, the more, you know, mm -hmm. relatable things, that's what I try to convey. Because let's be real, watching all these people be picture perfect mm -hmm. is not, it's not fun. Yeah. And I don't know. <laughs> I'm the biggest fan of reality TV. I love the bloopers. I love mm -hmm. watching people be humans rather than a picture that has been photoshopped and edited just because they want to show off mm -hmm. it's not it's one of the biggest things that I whenever I coach people and have you know my clients they always come to me and say but she's you know my age and has abs and I'm like well mm -hmm. Do you have the same lifestyle? You have two kids. She has zero. You have, you know, a nine to six. She just sits on her phone all day. Like there is so many different circumstances in different lives that you can't compare. There's no way to compare. Even if you were to look at twins, you can't compare. Mm -hmm. Their inner beings, like their actual physical inner, inner beings are so different. She might be able to digest something that you can't. Mm -hmm. two people are never ever going to be the same so when it comes to social media it's always understanding they're faking it the majority of the people on there are faking it to make it look pretty the only people that are not doing that are let's say you because you're helping <laughs> people showcase Just, i'm trying you know, the real part of what human life is or like what we should experience in our day-to-day -day and to help each other out so social media that is one heck of a battle but I just hope that you know when it comes to thinking about it and like comparing to it mm -hmm. that they don't do it because it's unrealistic it's not helping you yes you might look at someone and say oh that's goals or like I wish I could do something like mm -hmm. that but look at it in your eyes, in your lifestyle, what you can actually do to get to that point. So, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, no, definitely. And I, that's why I'm, I'm a very goofy person too. So I always just try to be, you know, try to be myself. And sometimes I think, well, should someone, you know, at this age still be like goofing around? Like, I don't care. This is who I am. You know, I'd like to be silly and I like to express my authentic self and you know not photoshop my pictures although you know that's very like a cliche thing to say but i don't do that you know i mm -hmm. i try to i try to and i think you also try to not follow the norm and so that people can really experience and connect with someone who's also trying to be just their authentic selves and realize mm -hmm. that it's okay to not follow the norm too oh yeah I mean, funny story. Yesterday, I ran a 10k, and I'll just put it oh up gosh. there because I already put it on my on my uh, on my stories. Mm -hmm. But yesterday during the race, I had to use the bathroom. 
I ran to Walmart, used the bathroom, mm-hmm. ended up finding out that I ripped my pants. So oh, I no. was running around Colorado, <laughs> just ripped pants. And I posted that on my social media because that's real. Mm-hmm. People rip their pants. People need to go to the bathroom like during races. People poop like, their pants too. Exactly. We're human, exactly. We poop. <laughs> it's so human, but we just have like such a negative idea about it or like a negative you know vibe around it and I'm like yo I literally ripped my pants the size of the hole in my crotch was massive oh my god who cares I'm pretty sure that everyone at some point in their lives has ripped their pants Mm -hmm. so why not just share it who cares like literally it is the one biggest I was laughing so hard I was like I wonder when I did that like when during at, my at what point in the six, race? Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, I didn't notice. Maybe it, you oh know, gosh. happened at the beginning. Maybe it happened at the end. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. But some people got a view, and some people didn't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Oh my gosh! But mm-hmm. you know, it's just like that, where it's like, you know what? I mean, things like that might be embarrassing, but we're humans. I mean. Mm-hmm what, what can we do? We could just be our authentic self. And I think that when people realize that being yourself is the best thing you could do and realizing also your full potential and I guess just, yeah, realizing all that you can do with your life. I mean, I think that might help as kind of the foundation or the baseline to building up this confidence and self-esteem. Definitely. And it's one of those things like, yes, you know, stories like this or things like this might be embarrassing, but it's only embarrassing if you make it embarrassing. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's one of the things that when I was developing my own confidence, it was doing those tiny things that put me out of my comfort zone. Because again, life happens outside of that little bubble that we have, you know, put ourselves in that is called the comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things where if you just practice little things that make you uncomfortable, but you know that you'll live afterwards, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like all of those little things, AKA putting, you know, a ripped pants on my Instagram, that is something that will help you. It'll help you realize that, oh, I'm still here. No one said anything negative because why would someone say something negative? Let's keep going. Mm-hmm. Let's see how far I can go with something like this, getting out of my comfort zone that will increase who I am, that confident person that you're trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. I, I do think it is okay to make those mistakes and you know have those embarrassing moments because it ultimately does show your humility too. I think that, you know, we should work on breaking the norm at the same time that you have to be perfect all the time and just Mm -hmm. realizing that it's okay to be me. It's okay to make mistakes, mistakes, mistakes. See, I just made a mistake right there. Hey, there you go. (laughs) Exactly. And what? We're still having a conversation. Exactly. I mean, even like things like that, when people don't say the right word or they like, you know, how do you say like eat your words or whatever it Mm -hmm. is everyone knows that what you're you're saying like that's the Mm -hmm. other thing it's like you might think oh my gosh I said you know mistakes or whatever I knew what you were talking about Mm -hmm. we keep going with the conversation it's one of those things that we make it a bigger deal than it actually is and it happens 
to me all the time. I then just laugh it off because I'm like, well, there's another one. Like, mm-hmm. but in reality, like that is something so normal that we should embrace it. It's fun to not be perfect. Mm-hmm. Why would someone want to be perfect? You don't have challenges. You don't have, you know, fun adventures trying to figure things out. You don't have that, you know, unknown aspect of trying new things if you are too perfect. That's no fun. <laughs> totally. I think it makes life interesting to be able to to work towards something again, not work towards perfection, but to work towards bettering yourself mm-hmm. and building up your, you know, confidence, which is the main, you know, topic of today. Um I think through, you know, through ever whatever ups and downs that anyone has in their life, just to keep in mind that, you know, again, realizing your full potential, realizing that it's okay to make mistakes, mm-hmm. realizing that, you know, other people are struggling too. It's not just you. Mm-hmm. You're not alone in this. And, you know, um, I have resources, you have resources to help people kind of keep on this track and keep up the positive momentum to be their authentic human selves. Mm -hmm. And you talking about resources that just brings up like, there are so many out there, like either actually on Instagram, on any type of social media, there is on different websites, there's Google, there's YouTube, there's all these different platforms that have free resources. You don't need the latest and greatest, you know, therapy sessions or therapist or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. There's so many different ways that you can help yourself today. Obviously, of course, you know, getting licensed therapists and all that stuff is a bonus. But in reality, there's so many people out there willing to help, wanting to help us. Mm -hmm. We make it an effort to be able to help people that can't. There's one thing that I which was, you know, a norm that everyone have resources as far as like getting help in any aspect of their life. That's kind of why like, I try to keep my prices very low, because I know that I struggled for a while looking for a therapist looking for help, that I don't want someone to go into that same aspect. I want them to realize that you can get support, you can get, you know, uh, guidance, um, from free things out there Mm -hmm. might not be, you know, let's say guided or like super, you know, on track with, let's say a certain type of goal, but there's so much out there that is helpful today, Mm -hmm. (laughs) not just tomorrow or the next day or whenever, like right now, which is awesome to know. Yes, definitely. And I think those people who do want to help, like you mentioned earlier, realize that, hey, they were struggling themselves too, and they figured out a way to improve themselves somehow, and they Mm -hmm. want to help other people and share because they know what it's like to be in that situation. Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't the most positive person for my whole life. There's, Mm -hmm. I don't know, somehow in my early, um, I guess, teenage years, I just kind of developed this more positive attitude. And now that it's helping me to really have a great outlook and mindset on life. I want to help people feel the same way as well. Mm-hmm. And the, the same goes with you with, you know, your story in the beginning with, you know, you not feeling confident for a portion of your life too. And then you made this change and you want to, you felt inspired. You felt inspired mm-hmm. to help people do the same thing. Yeah. It's one of those things, just like I mentioned at the beginning, everyone has their, you know, point 
that they think is their lowest, that that's what makes them actually do something. And sometimes it's scary that you have to get to that lowest point to actually go and put it into action and do something about it. But it's kind of, you know, once you think back on it after, you know, doing some work and putting it into action and all these things, when you look back at it, you can really feel proud that you didn't let that whatever it was, Mm -hmm. overcome you and take over. You were stronger than whatever that was to be able to build yourself up to who you are today. And I know that, you know, I mention it all the time to my clients. I know that wherever they are at their lowest is scary. It's something that they don't want to be in. But the point of you um, making awareness of where you are and what you want to do, that is step one. You're mm-hmm. one step closer up that ladder of who you want to be, who you're supposed to be. And awareness in all of this is also super, super important because if you're not aware of what you want, who you are today, who you want to be, what's around you, who's influencing you, all of those different aspects, if you're not aware of it, there's nothing that's going to happen. You need to notice what's around you, what's you know influencing you, um, before anything can happen. So yeah, yeah. Awareness is the first step, and realizing mm-hmm. isn't it something in like I don't know if this is a good example, but like AA, you know, like realizing yeah. that you have mm-hmm. the problem is like the first step or something yep. like that. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like just you know realizing that that's there and taking a look at it and saying, that's okay to feel that way. It's okay to feel insecure about something and want help to, to be able to improve that as well. Yeah. It's, it's super, super important to be aware of everything that's surrounding you, everything that's around you, everything that makes you who you are, because from there, it's kind of like Instagram. You can unfollow people Mm -hmm. and follow the right people because you're sorry, that was my dog. (laughs) You're the one in control of everything. Like you need to make sure that, you know, what you're surrounding yourself like on a day to day is the thing that you are looking towards or like you are wanting to strive for. If you keep surrounding yourself with these negativity and all these, you know, people that kind of bring you down, Mm -hmm. you're going to keep going down instead of going up. That's why I love that you know, on Instagram, you can curate your own feed. You can make, you know, it be completely positive or make it be completely negative. So it's all up to you. You have the ultimate control when it comes to anything, anything, anything. Totally. Yeah. Surround yourself with the right people. That's really important too. And, Mm -hmm. you know, again, we talked about realizing your full potential, realizing that people around you are struggling too, and it's okay to be your authentic self. And I want to pivot to, you know, if, if people want to take the next step forward and are we're very interested in what you had to say today, you do have the Confidence Breakthrough Coaching. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yes. So that is my health and life coaching. So the whole point of it is a 12-week program, which we meet on a Zoom call just like this mm-hmm. uh, for about 45 minutes. And every single time, I'm going to kind of guide you through these different action steps that 
push you a little bit, but also are going towards your goals. So it all depends on what you want to achieve. Again, what confidence looks like for you, mm -hmm. but I want to curate it. And every single program is completely different depending on the person, but I curate it to be able to reach your goals, not mine. I don't care about mine. Mm -hmm. It's your specific goals, who you are today and who you want to become in the next 12 weeks. So, yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. It seems like, you know, you have this great program and can really help people break it down and kind of break down the steps and have a more, um, more clear view of kind of their path that they, that they, um, might need to take to. And, you know, if anyone wants to reach out to you about that coaching program or anything else, um, what is your Instagram handle? Any social media that you can provide or contact information would be great too. Yeah. So on Instagram, it's called actively. So active L I I because mm -hmm. everyone calls me Lee Please. and same with my website. It's actively.com on there. You can see, I have two different ways of going about with my clients, the confidence breakthrough program, and then my virtual gym. So one is more movement focused. And then the other one is more mindset focused. Both of them, we kind of work in together, but mm -hmm. they kind of differentiate as far as confidence and movement. So, Perfect. Yeah. And I'll put all that information <laughs> in the podcast description too, in case, you know, anyone needs the correct spelling or whatever. But um, I think this was a fantastic conversation. Thank you so yeah. much, Liana, for coming on. I appreciate you. I even took away some, you know, little bits of wisdom <laughs> from you too. So this was fun. Yeah, this was awesome. Honestly, it, it feels good when you talk it out. <laughs> yes, definitely. Talking it out is always good. And yes. um, this is fantastic. Well, I appreciate you so much. You're welcome back to the podcast anytime if you'd like awesome. to talk about anything else. And um, have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Sure. Take care. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Find out more about us at www.scatschats.com. Special thanks to NK Arts, who designed our logo, Daddy Lackis for writing and producing our theme song, Joe Papadenitz for branding photos, and our friend Abby for social media. Yeah.